0: God created men and women. Their life was short and difficult. God felt mercy toward them, and he did not want their deaths to be forever. When they die, they will be born anew, he decided. I shall create the afterlife. Hi, I'm Lisa Bloom, The Story Coach, and you're listening to Once Upon a Business. In each episode, we explore a story, a fairy tale, folk tale, or traditional story, so that we can discover the amazing lessons relevant for business and for entrepreneurs. God placed the men and women in their own region while he stayed at home. At that time, some animals could travel between God's realm and the realm of humans. Two such travelers were Weaverbird and Chameleon. God watched how they behaved. Weaverbird did everything rapidly. When he spoke, out of his mouth came many lies. Chameleon took a long time to do anything. When he spoke, out of his mouth came the truth. God chose Chameleon to take a message to the people. He said, Chameleon. Go to the region where I have placed the people. Tell them to take solace. When they die, it will not be for good. Their spirit shall live on. Chameleon set out. Weaverbird stayed with God. Of course, Chameleon traveled slowly and took a very long time. At last, he arrived in the region where the people lived. Everyone gathered around to hear the message. Chameleon began to speak. Ah. Um, God says, God says I should tell you. It was taking Chameleon a very long time to relay the message. Weaverbird grew restless. He told God, I'm going to step out for a moment. He flew to the region where the humans lived. Because he was so quick, he arrived there in no time at all. He listened for a moment while Chameleon stammered on God says, God says, God. Told me to tell you. Weaverbird butted in and blurted out God says when a person's life ends, they will shrivel up like an old root and die off for good. Finally, Chameleon said, God says when humans die, their spirit shall live on. The poor humans did not know whom to believe. They feared that the Weaverbird was right, but they hoped what the Chameleon said was true. Suddenly magpie swooped down from a nearby tree. The first words are the wisest, he said. Having heard this, the humans feared magpie was right. Perhaps death was the end for their kind. Because of the twisted message, people live with doubt to this very day. This was An Akamba Story from Africa by Erica Helm-Reed. I love this story that so beautifully depicts this common human condition. You have two versions of a kind of truth that you seek. One, you want to believe. The other, you're afraid is true. Isn't that just so recognizable? It feels so real. As a business owner, you want to believe that what you have to offer is enormously desired, that your program or service has a clear, true market. And at the same time, you fear that no one will buy what you offer, that people won't get it or don't need it, and that you'll fail, Of course, if you were to do the research, this would become so much more clear, but I've met so many entrepreneurs starting out who would rather go on a wish and a dream and have the magical thinking that's focused on what they are sure they know, rather than actually go and speak to prospective clients and learn what they, the clients, really want. I understand this only too well. I spent years believing that my passion for stories was enough, enough to get people signed up to work with me, enough to create a thriving business. In fact, it was only when I realized that the story is the vehicle that I actually started getting clients. And what I mean by that is that it's not enough to tell a good story. You need to tell a good story in order to do something. Maybe attract clients or get people's buy-in or build an audience or sell your programs and services. It's not about the story. But let's go back to this story. I love the two characters, the hasty, speedy, lying weaver bird and the slow, steady, truthful chameleon. It's interesting that speed is associated with lying, while slow and steady is truth-telling. Perhaps the lesson for business is that you need to be slow, steady, and truthful in order to be successful, that trying to pull a fast one to be quick and less thoughtful is not the honest way to do business, or at least a business that will last. Also, the chameleon is interesting. She is the animal that changes colour and hue in order to camouflage and match her surroundings. Often we associate camouflage with hiding out or being untruthful, yet here the lesson might be that we should be adaptable in our activities in business, to suit ourselves to the environment and particularly to our clients' needs in order to grow our business. The other animal depicted in the story is the magpie, which we recognize in stories as a thief. And in this story, the magpie steals the truth from none less than God. That's a big role for a small part in the story. And it accentuates the desperation of the people. I love the depiction of the frailty of the human condition. We so long for immortality, for the continuation of life through our soul, and yet we live with the fear and assumption that this is it, that when we die, it all ends. But as we examine the story, we see that the people end up in fear, believing the lying weaver bird and the thieving magpie, rather than looking to the steady truth of not just the chameleon, but their own desire and sense of truth. People in general have had a hard time listening inwards. We allow ourselves to be susceptible to others' opinions, which might not be aligned with our intuitive sense. We have a hard time listening to our intuition and trusting it. I think this story speaks to the inner knowing, the idea that we can and should trust ourselves and our heart's desire. Perhaps then we will understand that life goes on either way in our inner world and with spiritual well-being, there is no death. There's always more life. It's interesting that God allows this to happen. God must have known that the weaver bird would catch up with the chameleon and somehow poison the message, twist the message, and yet allowed it to happen so that people would not receive the solace that was intended, but instead deal with the unknown, deal with this going back and forth between what might be and what could be, and, and yes, this allows us free will to an extent, that people will choose to decide whether there is eternal life through the soul or whether this is how it all ends. I'm Lisa Bloom, and you've been listening to Once Upon a Business. You can find out more about me at story-coach.com. That's story-coach.com. Once Upon a Business is part of the Miracy FM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Just Between Coaches and Soul Savvy Business. This episode of Once Upon a Business was produced by Cynthia Lam, Mishi Lance and Jeff Govertson assembled the episode. Danny Innie is our executive producer. Post-production was by Post Office Sound. To catch the episodes that are coming up on Once Upon a Business, please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It really does help us out. Thank you. We'll see you next time.